Incredible. How could it happen? But by the time I asked this question, there was no one around to answer. That rotten attorney of mine, Dr. Gonzo, was gone. He must have sensed trouble. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike is back in All Right Crawford, and he can't hear me at all. What's up, buddy? Can you hear me I now? I can hear you. I can hear you. Something's off, though. You're off. No, you're off. You're back now, though. Whatever oh, you just did. good. Well, I was off of booze for uh, just a little over two years now. Just hit over the two years mark, and I just wanted you to get that. was off of booze? Yeah. Oh, still am. Still am. No, oh, no. okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> I can understand how that's confusing. That's a helpful way to start the episode. Oh, back on the sauce. Uh, I did actually get paid in one of my, uh, I did a gig last night where I got paid in weed and like uh, weed and booze infused cheesecake. So I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do with this. He's like, just, you know, you can, you don't have to take it, but I made it for you. I was like, okay, I'll give it to somebody that I know will like it. Okay. Can't go bad with a good rum cake, right? Yeah, but I'm not gonna eat that. I know you're not gonna eat it, but a good rum. Cake and it's got rum. rosin infused in it too. It's like a, it'll get you feeling good. That's a good Christmas oh, time yeah. move. But anyway, I just wanted to get out of the way. I, I say it not for me, for other people that maybe it does something for them. Is yeah, it's been a little over two years, uh, as of like Saturday or something. So again, it doesn't mean that much to me because it's the plan for the future so it's you know kind of arbitrary numbers at this point but for anybody that need to hear that two years no sauce do whatever else i want though um that being said i think we should start making some human sacrifices what yeah well Quit hang on yeah that's already on. going down so not not in the sense of like i think we should all band together because here's the thing mike Aliens are real. Do you know this? Do you agree with this? Have you seen the docs? Are you really starting our show this week? Yeah. Aliens are real? Yeah, because they are. There's documentation. Or are these faux documents? documentation that aliens are real. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, the government issued it. And it was, like, has been flying under the radar for a good couple of years now that it's just like hey this stuff is out there and it's like oh there's all this wildness we're all so consumed with what's really going on in our own lives that we're like hey there's other shit going on out there this is why people probably don't like us but why turn into us and you're talking about aliens being real and everyone knows aliens aren't real along with dinosaurs and dragons Okay, no, see, no, that's no, that's no. where you, you like to muddy the argument here, okay? Because you do like a two are real, one is fake type of deal, so you mess up the whole batch. Because dinosaurs are real. Dinosaurs are not real. They have been They're real all forever. The same. Dinosaurs, not dragons, forever. aliens. Look, dragons, hey. I'll give you dragons. Although, 
Only because it's like, I don't think they had the modifications to have the fire breathing or anything. Like, I don't think that was, I think that was something that evolution would have kept intact in the process. I don't think that would have gone away, you know, but so I'll give you dragons. Although I do think there were some flying lizards of some kind back in the day that scared the piss out of people. Okay. Maybe, maybe one of the, maybe an iguana got on one of these, you know, flame-tipped arrows, and people were like, it's a dragon! You know, you never know. You never know with these old medieval times type of people. But listen, dinosaurs are for real. Dinosaurs are for real. They are. Stop saying they're not. They are. For really fake. (laughs) Aliens are real as well. There is some life forms out in the universe for you to think that Earth... Like, Earth may be the only planet that's habitable for humans but if there's other life forms that have different you know uh resiliencies than we do and they can withstand other elements or different whatever else is out there et phone home here's the thing what it like we have the periodic table of charts that's just ours what if there's more Elements out there. Elements. How do it we is. know, Mike? We don't. There are. You can't say there are. You don't know. You don't believe yeah, in real science, not, let alone like hypothetical science. I believe in some real science. It would make sense. Mm, how does science make can't. sense to you? Why do? Okay, what would you need to believe dinosaurs are real? There's nothing you can give me to do to make me believe dinosaurs. Okay. I saw a dinosaur what, rolling up on me. What could? What if they Jurassic Park this thing and like brought him back to life based on the you know the fossils and some mosquitoes? And we all know blood. that'd be fake, right? Okay, so that would be manufactured, so it wouldn't count, is what you're saying? Yeah. Cause, okay. What, do you mean? what would you need to believe that aliens are real? Years. What would you need to believe There's, that aliens are real? To see an alien. Bro. Okay, what if, in what form? An actual alien, like you walking Oh, you need to go up have, and like, give alien. the kid and play, like, handshake? Yeah. Okay. What if some of us are aliens and we just don't realize it? Then I don't know. Then it's still unknown. It's just like if your wife cheats on you and you don't know, guess what? You just don't know, my guy. It still no, happened, though. Still about that. <laughs> it did still happen, but not to your knowledge. <laughs> oh, until you know, that is. All right, so but listen, there's aliens out there. It's real. Uh, let's, for the sake of argument, come on board the Earthling ship and just we're like, hey, aliens are out there. Other life forms are out there. Now the universe is pretty vast, Mike. Oh, you know why I know that there's no other planet that you can live on? Humans. Yeah. Why? Or aliens. You don't know. Because the rich people in the world would find a way to be aliens. They're trying. They are trying. They're actively going to space. Like, why are you going there? They're like, just to go see what's up there, man. They want to see if they can cross orbit something. They're weird. That's fine. But exactly to my point here, okay? The universe is vast. We obviously did we did a shit job taking care of Earth. That's one planet that we did a shit job taking care of. Okay? Now we're going to go out and ruin other parts of the universe with all of our manufactured garbage. 
I'm just saying, getting back to the human f- sacrifice and that aliens are real, what if, as a human race, we all came together and just decided, listen, no space exploration, none of this bullshit, we are terrible at keeping things good. We have shat on everything that we've been given, we've turned it into other things that we don't need. How about we don't infiltrate the rest of the universe and we just self-sacrifice? Let's keep the Earth as good as we can for as long as we can. And whoever outlasts the you know, nobody's going to outlast the, the demise of the Earth. But let's keep it going as far as we can. But know that we just have to do it like a cult. Like we're just in this together. We ride or die the Earth. And that's it. Then we're all gone. Let everybody else have their fun. Let us not ruin everything else. It's like it's like the baby Hitler argument, but you don't need a time machine. Like, if you could prevent it, would you go back and kill Hitler as a baby? It's like, okay, we don't need that time machine. We could just do it now. Instead of ruining the rest of the universe, can we just say, we're not leaving Earth? Can we all just make that pact? Can we bubble the Earth? No one's going to make that pact. You know who we live amongst. If there are people like Elon Musk who can find a way to live on a different planet, they're gone, buddy. Okay, how about this? What if we designate said planet for all the people that we do want to get rid of? Let them go. And, uh, you know, we test out our missiles that we don't get to use on Earth and try and hit them in space. It's kind of like a, hey, you get to go, but it's a game of chance. We don't like you anyway, so we're going to try and shoot you down. We got to get rid of these nukes. Let's do it in space. Everybody wins. Who would you have on that space shuttle? Elon? To a space shuttle to never come back? To never Elon. come back and possibly eviscerate in the middle of space. Elon would be on there. Yeah. It would be a lot of rich white guys. I'm telling you that. Like, even my <laughs> shuttle Dan- would be filled with a lot of rich Danny white guys. Danny Snyder would be on there. <laughs> Danny Snyder. You got to uh, throw the orange alive? man in there for sure. Oh, come on. Like, let's cut the orange man a little bit of slack, but he ain't that bad. Like, he ain't killing people. Let's get, let's get some well, genocide people He's getting some here. people like, killed, I will say that. Is, 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 a, um, is the leader of the KKK now, like, what's his David Duke? Put him on there. David Duke, is he um, still the Grand Wizard? I guess. Really? the Grand Wizard. I thought he had, um, like, fallen out of that somehow. I mean, I'm then, not, um, I don't keep up Hitler on the KKK, but. Is Hitler still alive? No! Oh, okay. I'm about to say, because he's definitely on there. Is he still um, alive? Oh, my gosh. Okay, now this is a fun one. If Hitler was still alive and to be sentenced to death, what would be the way that he deserves to be killed most? Uh, what's the, A fire squad, baby. Firing squad? Yes. Oh, see, I think it would be great if he got pelted with eggs by, like, just a line full of Jewish people, just like all the millions and millions of Jewish people in the world. And it's like one egg. Okay. No big deal. But if you keep getting pelted with eggs, eventually your skin's going to start breaking. You're going to start bleeding and deteriorate. It would be the gnarliest breakdown of flesh. And you'd just be tied to whatever tied to the star of David, just, Little kids and everybody, just whack, one egg at a time. Why the whack. Star of David, bro? Because it's like the, the cross, but for the Jews. 
Yeah, but you don't like want to fight hate with hate, man. Like, leave them out of it. I'm sure they. But it's a sacrifice. All right, fine. You're right. I'm speaking on behalf of somebody else, and I shouldn't do that. The way I would want to kill Hitler <laughs> would be attack hammer to the chest. I would tie him to a chair, and I would just sit on his lap face to face, and I would just slowly but surely just have a little tack hammer. Just switch hands because, man, my arms would get tired. And just slowly but surely create a hole in his chest until it got bigger and bigger, so much so that the tack hammer would start going into his organs. And then whack, whack. And just for hours on end, just look into his eyes as I tack hammer we'll through Cover his... him in a metal something. Okay. Put three rats in there. Ooh. Light heat to it so they can start trying to gnaw their way out. The only way is through him. Oh. Ooh, put him in like a suit of armor. Like a medieval time suit of armor, but it's got like locks on the outside so he can't take it off. And then just put a couple of rats in through the the hole, the mask, and then shut it. And then be like, good luck, baby. You know, that's what they literally used to do anyway. Back in the day is they would, that's how they kill people and torture people. I just know they'll eat their way through anything if they need to get out. People too. Disgusting at that makeup. Ew. All right, so 50-50 on human cult. We'll call it the human cult. Everybody together. 50-50, you're maybe on board, maybe not? No. No one. I mean, I'm on board if everyone's on board, but the chance to get everyone on board is highly unlikely, man. We can't agree on but shit. But the planet's about to give up in the next however long. <laughs> and it's our fault for sure. Like I said, the plan is about to I mean, Mother on. Earth is is pulling a Roberto Duran. No mas. No mas. <laughs> <laughs> you think the planet Earth is ready to give up on us that easily? No, but I'm saying it, I bet you if it, uh, maybe this is what happened with the dinosaurs. It was like the dinosaurs were given the planet first. And then it was like, you guys aren't taking care of this enough. They wiped them away. And then humans came around. (laughs) Now we're getting towards the tail end. They're like, you didn't take care of this well enough. They're going to wipe us away. And then it's like, you know, we'll see. Maybe the the aliens are next and they'll take better care of it. I don't know. Y'all better watch out. It's a fragile planet with fragile people on it. You have to be an intelligent guy to have these type of thoughts. Did you say I have to be or can't be? You have to be. Oh. Like only people that are smart would actually have the time know. to think. Or you could be borderline deep. insane. That also helps. Nah. Now, I'm not saying that some of your thoughts don't make absolutely no sense at all, but the fact that you have the mind capacity to go there says. Have to. Got to take out all the restrictions. <laughs> have to. It's the only way it can go. When was the last time you got a fist fight? Speaking of Roberto Duran. Mm, I don't know. Maybe high school? Yeah, it's been a long time. I was trying to think of the last time I was in a fist fight, and I can't really remember. Yeah. I'm at the age now where you can't punch me because I'll shoot you. Yeah. A lot of people are <laughs> at that age now. Even youngsters. It's crazy. I don't understand why people don't fisticuffs anymore. Because at the end of the day, my whole thought process is, is I would actually fist the cuff to you. Like, I like yeah. I grew up, we had to fight. 
but I'm too worried that you're going to want to shoot me if I beat but that's your ass. The, so, that's the thing is everybody gets their feelings. They can't just accept what yeah, it is. So it's like everybody's believe... ego is too goddamn big and their pride is too goddamn much. And it's like nobody can ever get over on me. It's like, listen, there's got to be a winner and loser in every situation. You can move on. It doesn't have to be the end-all, be-all. And not for yeah. nothing, if you're going to stake your claim on that loss, everybody's going to remember you as a loser. Move on. <laughs> Don't come back and shoot people. Or if you're a bitch and can't fight, don't start shit because you know you're going to pull your gun. That's a bitch move too. <laughs> I don't start shit. I know you don't. It's a, and, uh, it's the people that wouldn't bust a grape nobody, in a fruit man. fight, Mike. Them the ones. All right. When was the last time you... All right. Well, speaking of swinging, when was the last time you swung on some swings? Probably about two weeks ago. Really? That's delightful. Yeah. Well, if I see some swings randomly, I'll always hop on it. I just happen to see some about two weeks ago. I love that about you. Yeah. Swings are fun, man. Merry-go-round. I see a merry-go-round. I'm hopping on it. What? Okay. No, you lost. See, you just went from adorable to fucking weirdo. What? You want to go on the puke machine? You don't go fast enough to puke at forty. Like I know my. I'm, I'm Do you not, get I'm on not, a horse? Uh, like a horseback riding? No, on the merry-go-round. Huh? Merry? No, you're talking about like a carnival merry-go-round. I'm talking about like a real playground merry-go-round. Like. Oh yeah, like yeah. You're talking about the one with that, the like six bars or four on. bars, and everybody gets a spot, and you spin and try not to yeah. die. Yeah. Okay. So it's only going but so fast. All right. Well, on a on a. Like a amusement park or whatever, merry go round. Will you get on a horse? No. Are you a sleigh guy or a stand only? Um, unless I get on a horse with my child, if I have a child, I'm personally right now well, don't have any children. So if you ask me, am I gonna go to the park on the kiddiest ride and just ride a horse by myself? The answer is no. Oh. Man. Now, if I had con man with me, then yeah, we can go get on a horse together. I don't look like a creep. <laughs> okay. All right. So you would. I hear you. I hear you. When was the last time you ran until you felt like you were going to fall over? Like you're not sure. Like you just ran. You're like, oh my God, I need to catch Anytime myself. Anytime I run to my car. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. Every time I run, every time I pick up my legs faster than walking, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Oh, mm. shit. You know, I, I went know. and had a physical Monday. You know how much I weigh? No. 2.30, bro. I've never been 2.30 in my entire fucking life. The it's most I got up to that. was like uh, 2.36, 2.37. But... Yeah, that, and that was that was a lot for me too, because I was usually like my max was always like two twenty, like two twenty two. If it was like around the holidays, eating a lot, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna gain a few extra on top of my regular fatness. And that was like, it was it just got to a point where I was like two thirty or something like this, and I was like, fuck this, I know I'm gonna eventually start working out. I don't know when. And so I told somebody at a like a New Year's party, I was like, I'm gonna gain as much weight as I can for the next like month. And then once I start working now, he's like, Why would you ever consciously do that? And I was like, it'll probably be more impressive 
And he's like, you're probably not going to do it <laughs> if that's what, what you're thinking. But ha-ha, I did do it. Now it's time for me to get in the gym, man, because I got to tone this 230 up. Even though I've always wanted to be 200 plus, so I'm not really – it's not – the weight is not really old one. No, you should to... be like 215 to 212. Yeah, I didn't know I got this big. I just yeah. know I wanted to be over 200 all my life as a kid. I could never get over 200. Hey, let's celebrate. Yes. You hit your goal, buddy. Yeah! <laughs> no, no, I've exceeded my goal, so now it's time to You've get exceeded your goal even better! You went out. Oh, that's because but, I yelled. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, so um so yeah, man, I'm gonna turn it into something. I'm gonna get in the gym, man. Turn my fat into some six packs or something. Now it's just uh more impressive. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to a number you didn't think you would, so same deal. It'll be more impressive yeah. to yourself, whatever you do. Yeah, man. My doctor was like, Yeah. I got on the scale like two twenty nine point five. I was like, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> He's like, "No, buddy, no." <laughs> He's like, "That's good. Wrong places." <laughs> you can only carry so much weight in your dick, Mike. Okay. <laughs> what was uh, speaking of your dick? What was the last time you got a hand job that was other than you? Who the hell knows? Bro? I know, it's been right? a long time. I know. You don't know, if somebody give you a hand job, that sounds weird at our age. Doesn't it? it sounds a little little juvenile. <laughs> which is weird because like you're a, talking about a sexual like thing and be like, oh, that's for kids. Like hand what? That's not that's <laughs> not sexual at our age. Like hand jobs are like that's that's out the window, bro. Hand jobs <laughs> aren't sexual, period. <laughs> it's a maintenance like 15, thing only. <laughs> at fifteen, you might feel sexual about it. Like that's all you might. Well, honestly, the reason time. why I asked is because I'm working on a bit about hand jobs right now. I just did ten minutes last night on hand jobs alone. I had about. Well, a if you, go, well, if you go to like the Chinese people, then a the hand job is sexual. You know, go get you a happy ending, man. That's <laughs> racist. They're Asian, all different kinds. <laughs> Yo. No, that's Latino. <laughs> you're you're cro you're being racist in the wrong way, Mike. Categorize properly, okay? There's statistics. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, hand job your life, Don't get no hand job. Well, I mean, whatever. Come come check out my stand up if you wanna see how I feel about <laughs> hand jobs. You're over the age of 16. Don't be letting a girl just give you a hand job. Bro. But that's the funny go part for, about it is you're like over the age stuff. of 16. Like the window for hand jobs. This is what my bit is based on. The window for hand jobs is so few and far between when like, <laughs> you know, physical touches at a it's zero tolerance. To 16, that's it, man. And, you know, everything gives you anything shiny gives you a boner. And it's like, hey, all you need is somebody to touch it. You don't even need to rub it that much. Just touch it. It's like a back rub on your front, but lower. It's just a little bit, and you're done. Oh, moving on to other things that feel kind of like a hand job. Uh, I went three one and one last week by myself in NCAA football picks, college football picks. I went three one and one. That's kind of like a hand job. Like it's a victory, but there was a loss, and uh, the negotiation was kind of a tie. Uh, so last week, USC covered. Uh, the game I didn't want to pick, Oregon minus three against Utah pushed, but the over did not cover. That was the thing I was going to hammer, and that did not cover. Uh, Louisville minus four against NC State, 
that was my pick. That one covered. And then Baylor getting the points against TCU. Um, my new theory is I'm taking the points against TCU, even though TCU, TCU might win week. for yeah. the rest of the year. That's my Smart strategy. Decision. And guess what? They won by one point. The two and a half covered. <laughs> Everybody's happy. Uh, so that was how I did last week on my own. This week, Mike, we'll go back to our good old-fashioned uh, ranked versus ranked teams. And now we're getting to the nitty-gritty. Now we're getting to the fun college football games. Because now the ranked games, like, we kind of started that as a structure just to limit the games. And then now it's like, ooh, now it's when it gets fun. So uh, week 13, college football First game we have number 21, Tulane, versus number 25, Cincinnati. Cincinnati is laying two points. Who do you have in this one, Mike? I'm going to take Cincinnati. Me too. And they'll cover the two. Yeah, Cincinnati covers by two, if not more, obviously. That's kind of the way betting works. Uh, I think Cincinnati's going to going to do well although Tulane has been one of those sneaker picks where they've covered a lot of bets for me against the spread this year um I agree Cincinnati minus two next we have number 24 NC State up against the number 13 Tar Heels do you know who that is Mike (laughs) the North Carolina came up short last week okay so North Carolina is favored by six and a half points. Who do you have in this one? He's going to cover the six and a half. Shout out to Drake May. You had a bad game last week. We need a bounce back this week. Shout out to you, Drake May. Bounce back this week. Yeah, let's go. Okay, Mike is going to think they cover. I am taking the points. I'm taking NC State. I think after the... Which is probably the smart bet. I bet with my heart. Yeah. So, (laughs) follow me so far on the bet. So, we agree on Cincinnati. We're split on NC State, North Carolina. Now, we have number three, Michigan, versus number two, Ohio State. Now, Ohio State is giving up seven and a half points. And this won't be close. Whitewash. Ohio State's going to wax them. I agree. I agree. I'm like, seven and a half isn't much. If you're giving up more than a touchdown in these games, you know what that means, Mike. It's 10, 14, 21 is what they see. But they have to entice the Michigan betters to go, ooh, just over a touchdown? We can cover that half point when really Vegas is like, nah, man, it's going to be like seven, four. It's going to be way more than half a point, buddy. Yeah, Ohio State rolls. Yeah, Ohio State with the wacky job. Yep, agreed. Uh, number 12, Oregon, at number 23, Oregon State. Oregon State is getting three points at home. I'm taking Oregon on the road. I'll, they'll cover. They'll cover the three. Mm. Mike takes Oregon. I'm taking Oregon State in the points. Yeah, they'll cover the three. I think it'll be a push or a cover. Um, I don't think Oregon is a field goal better. Oh, I think Oregon State is pretty bad. Yeah, but at home, those Beavers, they don't like to let other people win, especially when it's an important game. So I'm counting on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Then we have our last ranked game of the week. We have number 18, Notre Dame, versus number 7, USC. USC is favored by 5.5 points. And Notre Dame will cover. You think so? I think they might win. <sighs> I'm fairly skeptical. I think that they might cover only because I think it might be a touchdown field goal situation. I think it might be that... You know, three points. That's why I think. That's why I think Notre Dame's gonna win. I think Notre Dame defense can hold them to enough field goals, and the USC defense is atrocious. Yeah, it's just it's just not that. It's just not good. It's really really bad. And Notre Dame, Notre Dame's weak point is better than USC's weak point. And I think Notre Dame defense is pretty good. So. Yeah, I know Caleb's good. We all know Caleb's good. Listen, man, like, at, oh. at the beginning of the year, I got an extra loss that I wasn't anticipating that Marshall game was tough. But at the beginning of the year, when they started off with a couple losses, I was like, listen, man, if we could be, if we could not lose and be at that USC game and, and have something to do, that's all I'm hoping for. So if they didn't have that extra loss, this would be a much bigger game. This would be a top 10 showdown. It's still a big game because this is still USC a big game because this is USC playoffs or not exactly. So yeah, so it's huge for Notre Dame. I might still try and weasel my way into the game because I usually tried to go. I've been to a lot of them, um, but I don't. It's going to be tough to go this year. But I'm going to try and figure out a way to snag a cheap ticket if I can somehow. Um, just because I'd like to be there. I always like to be there. Uh, hey, just just for the sake of nothing, I don't I don't bet on my team, so I'll take uh, I'll take Mike's Mike's pick with the points. I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. So my last game of college football for the week that I threw on here just because I like it is number five Tennessee at Vanderbilt, and Tennessee is the Vols are giving up fourteen points. I don't know why they going they might lose. You think so? But I'm definitely taking the 14. Yeah, Hooker's ace towards ACL. They, they don't stand a chance. You don't think so? No, their season is over, buddy. It's right. Wow. Okay. Yep. That's it. That's it. So. Okay. Well, Mike and I disagree once again. I think that Tennessee is still going to wax them because guess what hookers a playmaker but they have ton of other playmakers all you got to do is get it in their hands and let them go their athletes are far superior to Vanderbilt's so I don't really care who's slinging the ball if he you know the Vanderbilt's in the SEC too right I understand who Vanderbilt is and where they are but mm. I'm just saying I think that Tennessee is still going to cover uh, it's not going to be the boat race that it should have been. It's not going to be no 38-point victory, but I still think that it'll be multiple touchdowns. I think they can beat them by 20, 27 points. They will not cover that 14, buddy. All right. Well, we shall That's see. We're split on this for one. The week. That's your lock That's for my, the week? That's my lock for the week. Vandy, 14. Oh, shit. My lock is Cincinnati over... Tulane. That's not even a lock. That's just my best pick. I'm not locking any of those. <laughs> oh, you can lock that Ohio State pick. That's the closest one. That's the one I actually like. Boxed out the entire thing. That's where I'm gonna put 
in all of my parlays. So that would be the closest one that I have to. That's my most confident pick. I don't have any locks. I have a most confident, which means don't fucking bet any of my picks, probably. Uh, all right. So we have two games different. Three games different, actually. So we'll see who's who's the better man. Best man, better man. Speaking of better men, Deshaun Watson. His time is coming up. He's about to come back into the league. He is giving it back to the NFL in so many different ways that they don't like, and I absolutely love it. I love it. It's fantastic. Deshaun Watson is the perfect case for the NFL, and they just got stuck doing whatever they wanted for too long. And now it's coming back to bite them in the ass. And they're starting to see little, little things. And it all stems from Deshaun Watson. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. First and foremost. You're giving him a lot of credit here. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The NFL has proven that they're going to protect their stars. Okay. So Deshaun Watson, being confident in himself, he's like, I'm going to weather the storm. Listen, I know that people aren't happy with what I did. I can admit that maybe it wasn't the coolest thing. But I in no way, shape, or form assaulted these people. I'm like, okay. And then I felt like, listen, if you just hold out and you can settle all this shit, we, we got your back. We'll make sure you're covered. We'll make sure that you're protected. So Deshaun Watson did that. He used and abused the NFL's protection. To where people still aren't going to be happy when he comes back to play. But guess what? They can't say shit. Nobody can say a goddamn word. And the NFL just keeps allowing all these negative stories to keep coming in. It's like they're not handling their business. They're like, you handle it. And then we'll just, oh, well, you didn't know any better. Roger Goodell's perfect little huh? thing. <laughs> it's like, I'll just deal with it when I can. So they have that as a precedent already. Like, hey, if you're in trouble... Just hold out until it blows over. You'll get to play again. Instead of trying to rush back, play through it. Don't worry about that. You're still going to get paid. You're still going to have a spot to play. People will actually like it because you're not getting injured. Hold out. So the NFL set that precedent. Number two, all these NFL owners are doing backflips over Deshaun Watson's guaranteed contract. Because now they're going to have all their star players. The NFL's like, hey, let's protect Deshaun Watson. He didn't get paid. Let's help overload this bonus on the front end. Let's help you structure this deal. And then now what they did is they screwed all the other owners just because they're trying to get one guy back. And so now it's like Lamar Jackson contract negotiations aren't going well. Well, no shit. He's Lamar Jackson. He, he wants his guaranteed. He wants his guaranteed. It's like he doesn't want this. $500 million contract for eight years. He wants this $500 million contract where three fifty is paid in year one, <laughs> not 70 and $80 million bonuses in year seven and eight. He ain't looking for that. And so it's like, yeah, negotiations aren't going well. All of these quarterbacks are going to get paid guaranteed. And, the great thing about this is all the other teams started paying their other position players to compete. Like, okay, we can't pay you quarterback money, but we understand we'll start evening out the scales. 
So now everybody else is going to get guaranteed money on their front end of their deal. So Deshaun Watson is just this domino of all this shit the NFL didn't want because they mishandled a situation so poorly and they kind of use all their tricks on one person. (laughs) And now this one person's like, I'm fine, but you're going to have to deal with the ramifications of everybody else now. And they're like, oh, shit. So like all of these NFLPA meetings are going to get worse. These owner NFL meetings are going to get worse because then they're going to go in there like, hey, why aren't you guys protecting us like you were supposed to? And there's going to start being conflict within all of these ranks from the players to the coaching staff to the front office to the owners to the NFL. It's like something's got to give. Somebody's got to start paying. And maybe it's the NFL starts dipping into their giant umbrella pockets, whatever they got, with all this extra free money because they're tax-free, by the way, which everybody... Always forgets. <laughs> They're gonna have to start giving their money back somehow. So I, I want to watch how the NFL funnels their money and how they deal with all this shit because they don't want to give it back to the players. They never do. So let's figure out what kind of loophole they try and throw in there because they've backed themselves into a corner. And it's hilarious to watch them squirm because now it's kind of like everybody's starting to get pissy. And who's gonna <laughs> deal with it? Because Roger Goodell is the ultimate deflector. Nobody has to deal with it, man. They'll figure a way to hide the money. Daniel Snyder's been hiding the money for all these years. They'll find a way. Don't worry, bro. I don't know. Everybody's kind of getting interested about this shit now. Like, Dan Snyder kind of mm-hmm. kind of screwed it. He's like, just so you know, I may be leaving, but there's still a bunch of shit that nobody's saying. So the NFL, if they don't handle all their other stuff, people are going to come knocking on the door like, hey, by the way, what happened to all that other stuff from before that we were talking about? <laughs> no, like, oh. NFL had NFL had their way of keeping people quiet, Brandon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Oh yeah. They the NFL hangs out with lots of senators. I'm sure. I'm sure. You're learning. You're learning. Oh, I've been known, but uh, you know, it's one thing to talk about it. Oh, oh, me. That's what happens. If you bend the rules, other people are gonna do the same thing. Because guess what? They've seen you do it. Shout out to John Watson, though. I got you in one of my fantasy leagues, so come on back and help me win this championship. I got him in our league. I st- I've been st- yo, Kelsey. Did you see Kelsey fucking do me in Monday night? Oh, I just knew that game was over. I just knew that game was over. Fucking. I needed you to win too, you pile of garbage. Thirty points on Kelsey. He scored twenty-eight points. I had the game. I thought it was in hand. Ended up losing by like six because he scored 28. It's all good. I'm still in position to make the playoffs, and all I got to do is make it, baby. Once I'm in. You might not be able to play if you don't pay up on your fucking bets, you welch. Uh, who's a welch, bro? Like, life has relapsed. I'm just going to start sending welches grape juice to your house. And Tom, you still haven't sent me a place for the air shit. The shaving shit, is, that's, that's, that's nothing. But it's you, not nothing. We agreed. It's we lingering. Agreed on air. We agreed on air that you would send me somewhere for the air shit. So. You're right. I will. 
You still have other debts to pay, so, you know. I only have one more, and that's this one, and I bought a new razor and everything. You've already bought, like, three new razors, by the way, just so I you bought know. the one, and that joint cut me, I told you, so I had to buy some new shit. No, you didn't tell me, because the whole point was that you're supposed to tell your no, story. No, I told you. No, I told you. I said the one, I got cut the one during the shaving the one time, so I bought another razor that's electric and I think shower. you think you tell me things that you don't. No, I definitely go back. It's on air, so you can go back and listen. A, I don't have to. I don't so listen don't to you now. You think it. I'm gonna go back and listen? <laughs> well, if you want to prove right or wrong, then you can go back and listen because I definitely said that shit on air. Then it cut me, cut the shit out of my leg, a little bit of blood. Oh, you know, right. Like well, you still I actually almost passed out on Monday, man. Why? When I went to the fucking getting blood drawn at my fucking had a physical. And, uh, you Dude, you know what's super weird? Uh, like, I don't mind bleeding and all that stuff, but the vi- like initially. If there's blood involved, whether I see it or not, like I will get a little queasy, like not like even if I see it, like I had a cyst taken out on the back of my neck. And like, as soon as they cut me, I was like, Hey, Whoa. And they're like, did you eat today? I was like, no, I never eat breakfast. And they're like, okay, well, that's probably why, but it's not like the first time I got a tattoo and it was like, I was fine. And then like maybe 10 minutes in. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, why? She's like, you're kind of like wobbling. I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, it's just like weird, weird stuff when yeah, blood's around. It doesn't hurt or anything like that. But when they do it, I try to look away because me and blood just don't get along. But once I take a look and I see the blood, I, I, I like, it's like immediate queasy. Really? See, because that's not me. Like, I don't mind. Like, I'm a professional. Man, I'd be the best heroin user of all time. I got veins popping out of everywhere. But I was like. Like I'll, that part doesn't bother me. The blood stuff I've had, I've been cut open plenty of times on my hands and like pretty gnarly gashes and stuff. Open wounds don't bother me. It's just for whatever reason, every now and again, if I haven't eaten, it's just like the blood thing is my brain shuts down. I'm like, what? Oh no, that's natural. And I had to fast. So that's probably part of it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I looked over, saw the blood taking out my arm and like, I'm like, yo. You gotta stop. I'm getting shaky. But I, I went back and finished. It's all good for you, buddy. All right. Well, let's get back to football picks. Let's see how we do with the NFL. Okay. We'll breeze through these. Uh, so let me tell an NFL story real quick. Please so I do. Play a football pool. I play, the, I play a football pool every week, $10 every week. Gotta pick all the games. So early in the season, I made it to the Monday night game. The Raiders game, fuckers on the goal line. Instead of going for the one, they go for two. Cost me the money. I lose because of that. Because I have over. I have. I have point. It comes tiebreak gets points. I have over. So if they take that, no matter you know that's a tie. Anything over that, I would have won. Could be based on the amount of points I picked. Last week, the Redskins game, same fucking thing. I'm in Monday night. I'm winning. Pick the score exactly. Forty-seven points. And those fuckers do that fumble Ruski bullshit for a touchdown on the last play of the game, and I lose the money because it goes over my points. Two times they've cost me at least $800 on Monday night. Fuck the NFL and everything they stand for. Okay, now we can get to our picks. I'm sorry. Okay, so that, that being said, <laughs> maybe don't trust Mike's picks or do. I'm kind of unsure how to feel about this now. Don't touch my Monday night pick. If I pick somebody on Monday night or the points, don't trust that because they probably don't lose. All right. Well, that is on the docket here. So we got four games here. Okay. Uh, we have the Patriots versus Vikings on Thanksgiving Vikings. Day. It's the late 
late game. Vikings are giving two and a half. I'm going to take the Vikings and the two and a half. Me too. They're, yeah. It's weird to take the Vikings on Thanksgiving, but doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Falcons versus Commanders. Commanders giving up four. I'll take the points with the Falcons. Give me the minus four. Give me the plus four. Give me Atlanta. You know I'm taking the Falcons and four. The Falcons are, are, I said it last week, I think. The Falcons are my pick to win the NFC West. They're in the South, but okay. Or South. You know what I mean. (laughs) Their division, (laughs) NFC West. That's where the Niners are. I would love it if they won the South. They kept the Bucks out of the playoffs, and we got them in the first round. I like my chances versus the Falcons. No offense to the Falcons. Go ahead. They're, yeah, I don't think they're going to be any. I think everybody wants to pull them in the playoffs, but I think they will win the division. I just think it's an yeah. awful division. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very awful division. Uh, one, okay, so we're both on Vikings, both on Falcons. Then we have Chargers versus Cardinals. Cardinals getting four and a half. Oh, you know, Chargers, man. You know, I'm all with my boy Herbie. Even though I'm he's taking not the as Cardinals. Good as I expect them to be in fantasy. I'm taking the Cardinals not. with the points and possibly money line. I like that game for the Cardinals. I know. Could you smoke, could you smoke good weed in Cali? So yeah, yeah that's potentially true. Uh, and then the Monday night game. This is the game I really like, actually. Steelers versus Colts. Colts giving up oh, two give and a half. Me, give me the fight in Jeff Saturdays, and I'm taking the points, buddy. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. The, the Colts cover. Not going to be pretty. Not going to be high scoring probably, but Jonathan Taylor wins that game for them, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like the Colts. So we're we're think, somewhat simpatico on that one. And they can go on a little run here. They can come back and win that stink-ass division. I know. That's <laughs> weird, right? Yeah, they just need a little run. Because Tennessee's decent, but they're not, like, knockout good. So, it's like a three-game difference. So, you just need a small run. Tennessee's not that good, but I got to give it to Mike Vrabel. He keeps figuring out a way to win these games, man. Because the defense is legit. People don't understand how legit the defense is because the offense is so, like, mediocre. Yeah, Yeah, but the defense is legit. It's like Derrick Henry left, Derrick Henry right, Derrick Henry middle, Derrick Henry left, Derrick Henry right. Oh, we'll find where Tannehill throw the ball. And no, no, no. It's Derrick Henry he left, Derrick Henry right, Derrick Henry up the middle. Derrick Henry left, Derrick Henry right, Derrick Henry up the middle. Take a step back, throw a pass. Like, <laughs> the ball is in that man's hands 85% of the time, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. Colts, Colts can do a little damage. And it's always one of those things where you get, like, just the right amount of fired up and people that don't know they're not supposed to be as good and you know weird things happen when you get shifts in the middle of the season especially it's like all the game tape goes out the window because you have completely different things you usually go back to basics so it's just like playmaker against playmaker who's gonna win and you know if you get back down to basics sometimes that's all you need that's why sometimes like the Tennessee Titans they keep their seven and three they don't do anything that even even the even the two flea flickers a game. You like you know they're coming. You know, it's just a matter <laughs> of when. 
Like they're they're so by the book, but they're just better at doing it than you, and they can outlast you. There you go. All right. Well, buddy, I know that there's just been football on both levels, basketball on both levels. There's golf, there's World Cup, there's sports galore. Have you found time to see anything else? No. No. I watch sports. World Cup is on at four in the morning, bro. That's good shit. That means it's one in the morning for us. Yeah, that means when Maggie wakes up and needs to piss or shit in the middle of the night, I can wake up and it's soccer on. What? Can't be mad at that. It's pretty good stuff. I want to know if you're, since it's on Netflix, it'll be there for a while. Are you interested in seeing Ancient Apocalypse at all? Ancient Apocalypse. Yeah, it's like different. I'm not even sure what it is really, but supposedly it's about different theories about like how all these weird things came to be. No, no interest in that. Why? Like more fake shit. <laughs> but you're a conspiracy theorist, to a degree. Like now, the conspiracy theories, like like everything that happens in the world, people are like, oh, conspiracy behind that trip. Oh, there's a consp- like everything. There's not a conspiracy theory with everything that happens. Like some people got let that shit. I've got a conspiracy theory that Ralph's doesn't stock a particular type of hot sauce because they want you to buy the one next to it that's a dollar more. So they just leave that one section. Always out of this one particular hot sauce. Or have you ever thought the fact that it's a dollar cheaper so it sells out faster? No, because it's literally they have like the regular, the hotter, and like super hot of this one. And they just never have the regular. So it's like how come you can only make them hotter? It doesn't make sense. You know California has a lot of people, right? You know what I'm saying? Like when the stock stock comes. It's a conspiracy theory. Not a conspiracy, I don't know. You should ask them when stock day is. I know the stock day of all my favorite stores. It's Wednesday morning. So then go there Wednesday morning. I do. It's always empty for months is what I'm saying. They still have the sticker saying here's where it is. Oh, then that that is a setup. It is a setup. I knew it. I'm going to get you, Ralph. Are you going to watch Is That Black Enough for You? That's a real show? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I'm going to watch it. Never knew that was a real show, but I might watch it. It's it's kind of like a documentary-ish type of thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like it's it's a reflection, I guess if you will, on like black representation in like 70s Hollywood and kind of a black Hollywood revolution and getting African-Americans like real parts and like all the politics that went behind it and people that were getting snubbed and people that were getting over and all that kind of shit. So it's interesting. It's like an hour and a half, I think looks interesting. So I'm going to check that out. Uh, there's also surviving R Kelly on Netflix. They made a survivor. They yeah. made a survivor R Kelly. Yeah. It's just, People, testimonials of people who can't stop listening to his music. It's just, that's all the documentary is. It's people fucking. I'm not going to lie. Every now and then I catch my. Ignition. Every time, every now and then I catch me, myself, and there's a song that comes on and it's R. Kelly and I want to change it. But like, yo, that song is kind of fire. Like, I can listen to it this month. How, like, you can never watch Space Jam again. 
you can't, man. You have the way Michael Jackson, uh, Free Willy. Like he wrote that. He wrote the song at the end of Free Willy. But here's my thing: is like R. Kelly. It's like okay, if they don't get the money anymore, like for can we put this as a part of like their bullshit court, whatever sanctions? It's like listen, you got busted for this shit. From now on, like we already seized your bank accounts and this and that to a certain extent and froze your assets, blah, blah, blah. But from now on, from this day forward, anybody that gener- or anything, any revenue generated by R. Kelly or any other bad person that gets convicted of something, instead of keeping the money from them, it goes to whatever cause or to the victims or whatever. So the more people, it's like a GoFundMe. Like everybody that Bill Cosby was after. Anytime somebody buys Jello, bang, you get a nickel in your account. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly, anytime, you know, it's not much, but it wouldn't go to R. Kelly, and then we could still enjoy great art because most artists are fucking Looney Tunes, and some of them are bad, bad people. I don't know. It's just a theory. And then, once they're dead, it's like free reign. <laughs> they're dead. I get it. You're not supposed to celebrate it, but what if you're celebrating the beat? Um, so it's so, kind of a wild way to look at it, but yeah, every now and then, I mean, a song plays. I'm sorry. We just straight up having <laughs> people refuse to acknowledge that Michael Jackson was a bad person so that they can listen to his music, including us. I'd rather just be like, hey, he's dead. Can we fucking... You know, and by the way, technically, I found speaking, there's no proof of Michael Jackson being a bad person. Oh, get the fuck out of here, Mike. There's some allegations, but there's no factual evidence and there's Whatever. no proof. So I can stand on that and still listen to Michael. R. Kelly's been proven guilty. Can't really stand on that. Listen, I found that if I really want to listen to Michael Jackson and I'm having a hard time, I can listen to the Jackson Five. Which is why it's bullshit that USC gets to keep OJ's Heisman, but they had to get rid of Reggie Bush's. And we all know OJ did it. Everybody fucking knows OJ did it. But because he didn't get convicted, his Heisman doesn't get taken out of the fucking USC Hall of Fame. But Reggie Bush did for taking money to feed his fucking family. You see how fucked up the world is? Listen, his family didn't need to be eating fucking filet, okay? They could have been eating just chicken fried steak. There's a difference. Whoa. Well, look, they, I mean, it ain't like she was to give him free money. They gave her a job. She works to make the hundred thousand. Like she went to work every day. Yeah. But was they her job her worth a hundred thousand dollars? Michael? No, she was only making 50 before that. So they doubled her salary. Yeah. The job doesn't, Hey, look, she had to pay for the new mortgage on the new house. Yeah. What do you want exactly. me to say? Exactly. I know. I, from, I get it. I get it. We're kids from nothing. You want to like, know, take a little speaking of where we came from, you want to know something beautiful Which is today. Now they're giving away money and people are doing turkey jobs with it and they're getting commended. But but Reggie Bush couldn't take a little bit of money to get his family out the hood. My goodness, the world we come to. Brendan, the floor is yours. I just had to get that off my chest. Whatever. The rules are the rules. Fuck the rules. Okay. Change the rules. I'm down with that. They did. I know. So good. (laughs) So good. Listen, if they want to fucking give it back to him now, fine. But... I, you know, OJ didn't kill his wife while he was getting the Heisman. Reggie Bush was violating NCAA rules while he was getting the Heisman. There's a difference there. That's why OJ went to jail and Reggie Bush didn't. Different. OJ didn't ever go to jail for killing his wife. He went to jail for some other stupid shit. Yeah, that's true. But he still did go to jail because bad people are bad people. And they can't help it. 
they're going to continue bad behaviors. The Trust shit that me, he was I doing know. that he went to jail for wasn't even bad people's shit. He was throwing back and taking some shit that was rightfully his. And gunpoint. Regardless of what <laughs> that is a huge, huge, huge factor. It ain't no huge factor when it's my shit. If someone breaks into your house with, and you own a gun, would you shoot them? Exactly. But he went into somebody else's place. Hotel to room. To get his shit. Uh, that he sold him. He didn't sold it. Somebody else sold it. Yes, on they his behalf. And then he got all hopped up on booze and drugs and went, <laughs> I've got a good idea. They didn't have his permission to sell that shit. It doesn't matter. Then deal with the people that sold it, not the people that have it. Well, he wanted to get it back. He had to deal with them second. He yeah. had to get it back first. Ask Ron Goldman how he feels about other people having his shit. He doesn't like yeah, it very much. <laughs> but nobody had his... Oh, well, that was his wife. I yeah, a little bit. A little bit. He's somewhat of a uh, jealous fella. We call him Jelly. But I do <laughs> want to acknowledge something, that we are on episode number 99. And it wasn't written into anything. But you yourself, Mike, brought up the two things that I wanted to bring up only on the first podcast. Was that dinosaurs, you're feeling that they are not real. And you're feeling that OJ is guilty. And I only brought those up on the first episode, not meaning to bring them up again. Except for the dinosaur thing, because we can't avoid it. But the fact that you brought them up on episode 99, right before we cussed the next new one, as in 100... I think that's that's very special and organic. Anytime we talk about shit that's not real, I'm gonna bring up dinosaurs. You want to know? I know why? that's why that one. You know, it was just I couldn't avoid that real. one. But the fact that we haven't talked about OJ for 97 episodes, that's pretty Who impressive. The fuck wants to talk about OJ? Nobody. But why would you want to talk about him today? That's the funny part. Um, it's 99. We, we just eclipsed our first hundred episodes. Because one well, shout out to OJ's lawyers who helped bring us Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that's true. See, full circle. Are we still really happy about that? We're happy about that. Okay. Anybody who's seen the sex tape like I have is happy about that. Yeah, we know you wore that. Out. <laughs> ah, what'd you say? I said we know you wore that out. I didn't wear it out, but I definitely seen it a couple times. And anybody who's seen Kim Kardashian and don't want to see that sex tape a couple times, sorry for you, buddy. Would you watch a sex tape of her now? Yeah. She's still fine. What if it was again with Ray J? I don't care who the dude is. I want to see Kim. I ain't here to see Ray J. Can be with Kanye West for all I care. Could have been with Pete Davidson. I don't care who the dude is in the tape. Have what if it's with Khloe Kardashian? That makes it even better. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Have you seen Kim and Khloe? Do you Chloe not think is... they're beautiful women? I haven't seen Khloe in a while. The last time I saw her, she looked like they shaved Bigfoot. Oh, no, no, no. She's, she's had her surgeries now, too. She's oh, okay. They're like, you're going to take a little more time <laughs> to figure out how we can rearrange everything. These ones are easier. We'll get to you later. Let's... Let's work on all our test stuff. How do we how do we suck a chin up into your ears? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, they you big lady. They, they took care of her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just they're so plasticky now. It's just like meh. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say I wanted to touch them, but visual, I, it doesn't look plastic. It just looks like beautiful. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you have the money to do it right, that's the problem is they have the money to do it right and they know the people to do it right. And then everybody else like, I want to do that. And they get botched all over the place. And it just, the, it just elevates them even more because they're, the competition is, is worsening themselves. <laughs> and you know something else? You've never heard their surgeons come out and say anything about this. All these Dr. Miamis and whatever talk about all the surgery they do. Whoever's doing the Kardashians, don't talk about it. You don't know them. You don't know they did the Kardashians. That's because they, they have enough money to not give a <laughs> shit. Exactly. They are not Whatever volume. being paid yeah. <laughs> is more than enough to stay quiet. They don't need the fame and notoriety because they're getting paid. Yeah, they're getting paid to not say anything about what they're doing. Yeah. That's included in the contract. They're like, how much does this cost? $5 million? Okay, you're getting ten, and you're going to sign this NDA. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> $5 million NDA? I'll sign that all day. I know people would definitely bring you all more business if they knew you did us, but we can't have that information. So we'll compensate you for that. So we're going to compensate you for that. 100%. Oh, Definitely. All right. Well, uh, for our top five this week, I referenced Roberto Duran earlier, so just not for nothing. Let's go over our top five boxers. Top five boxers of all time. Well, you know, number one. Iron Mike. It's always going to be number one in my book. Okay. Followed closely by Floyd. I am a big Floyd fan. I don't care what people say about Floyd. 50 and 0 is 50 and 0, and he's the richest boxer ever. He's probably one of the richest people in the world as okay. far as athletes. So shout out to Floyd. Get that money. Number three is my man, Sweet Pea. I was young, was a fan, and he's from Virginia. So shout out to <laughs> Sweet Pea Parnell Whitaker. My guy, um, number four. Number four was my guy, Felix. Felix was like my favorite boxer of all time for a while. Um, Felix Trinidad is my dude, even though his chin wasn't made of nothing but glass. glass. (laughs) But before he started letting people hit him on it, pretty good boxer, bro. Pretty good boxer. And um, number five, favorite boxer. Mm. Dang, man, it's a lot to choose from. That's a lot of good boxing. I actually watch boxing probably more than I ever thought. But Roy Jones. Roy Jones would be number five. Roy Jones is a great man. Great in my time. He he did it. He did that. He, he was the best. Man. He was the best at what he did. Like, we got to go to the era. But we got to see some of the best boxers Dude. of all time well, in our era. Well, not only that. I had to leave out Bernard Hopkins. I had to leave out Oscar. Like, we... We were blessed. I know. Well, that was and the thing, I, too, is my dad, Lennox. Uh, the maestro, was a huge uh, boxing fan to begin with. So I used to watch VHS tapes of 70s and 80s boxing. And then it was like in the 90s with Holyfield and Tyson and all these. It was Lennox Lewis. And it was like, holy shit. And I will mention to my man, Smokey Ray Robinson, because you'll get enough. Let me smoke you. You know what I'm saying? Ray Robinson. Sugar Ray Robinson. Sugar Ray Robinson. I don't know yeah. why I called you Smokey Ray Robinson, but yeah, because you don't get enough credit. Smokey for Sugar Robinson Ray, you were that has a beautiful dude. voice. Uh, my top five, in no particular order, because I'm a huge fan of boxing, and it just depends on who I'm watching. I mean, I would. I Muhammad Ali's on my list, obviously. He's one of the baddest dudes ever. Tyson. Iron Mike is on there. Um, my guy, kind of like your. Um, Whitaker, I always liked Riddick Bow. Riddick Bow was a bad motherfucker. He did not <laughs> want to get hit by Riddick Bow. <laughs> no, he did not want to get hit. So by he, Bo. I always, 
he wasn't, you know, didn't have the most illustrious career, even though he transitioned from the Olympics into professional boxing and did it pretty well. Um, you know, he had a run, but he is not one of these grandiose type of guys. But I still love him because that was one of the guys that I watched. I always watched him fight. Um, George Foreman. I mean, the dude was bad in multiple like decades. At multiple weight classes, and <laughs> he's just a technically sound dude that hits harder than a freight train. So, got to give it up to George. Love George. And all of his 12 kids named after him. You psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Georgina. George Jr. George Jr. Jr. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, round out my top five of, like, my favorites to watch. Sonny Liston. Because fucking nobody wanted to fight Sonny Liston. When you used to break legs for the mob and then you just put on gloves, people were like, "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) Sonny Liston was a bad man. I loved watching people look at him from the other side of the ring and pretend they weren't scared. I love that shit. Honorable (laughs) mentions because I am a boxing fan. Sugar Ray Leonard is on the list. Joe Frazier. Rocky Marciano, one of the hardest goddamn hitters. Uh, Evander Holyfield was one of my favorites growing up. I was a Holyfield guy because I was uh, I was the underdog. I think Evander Holyfield was on your list, bro. I think you said his name twice. No, I said Holyfield oh. in our little banter, but not oh. as my thing. And then uh, Tommy Hearns and Marvin Hagler, those guys were fucking amazing, Marvin and they have the best round of boxing ever, <laughs> ever. The best round of boxing. Look up Hearns Hagler, round one, and just see magic. It's magic. (laughs) On that note, Mike, you're magical. I love you so much, and it's about that time to get the hell out of here. I wish I was magical, but I love you too, my guy. I hope you have a blessed rest of your week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving time and holiday season and Christmas and all that shit. And get some good food in your system and relax for a day. I know working, we all have to work every day. I think I'm going to take mushrooms on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's fucking over the top, buddy. Why? Okay. I don't know. Mushrooms just seem over the top to me. Well, if I take a little bit. But. If that's what you want to do, guess what, man? It's your holiday, too. So if that's, that's right. what you want to do to enjoy it, by all means. I think I'm just going to melt into the couch and watch football. It's going to be glorious. It's your holiday because it's your holiday. So you do what you want to do to enjoy it. Have fun, love when people, be around people that you love. Spread love. If you don't cook, help if you can. If not, stay the hell out of the way of the people that are cooking. It's one of my favorite holidays, man, because you get family, a whole bunch of love going around. So, you know, it ain't about gifts and anything about food, family, and football. That's right. Can't get better than that, you know? I love it, Mike. To all of you people. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, if you want more of that sweetness, follow Mike on Instagram. He's at BlackIrish213. I'm at Brendan McCorkle Comedy, and we are at Black Irish Pod. Check us out every Thursday. And on that note, we'll cue the music. Be good to each other. I love you, Mike. Love you too, my guy. All right. Peace. Peace.